0: The Ringer Wrestling Show is getting you closer to all things pro wrestling. The Mass Man Show with David and Kaz drops every Thursday on the feed, along with a new show hosted by pro wrestling superfan Evan Mack called Mac Mania. Plus, hear instant reactions to all the biggest WWE pay-per-view events with their post-pay-per-view shows. Check out The Ringer Wrestling Show on Spotify or wherever you get your
1: podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. (laughs) Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise. But if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at vioricom Simmons. Once again, V U O R slash Simmons. And that's because that's how Mikhail talks behind the I scenes. Bet. Listen. <laughs>
2: Listen, bro. He goes Spanish Rogue Man, bro. He's Spanish Rogue Man. <laughs> Listen, my man and them are doing their thing, and you're not doing <laughs> it. Hi everyone! Welcome to Right's House awesome, on Ringer FC. Hope you are all safe and well. We're recording this on Tuesday, so the Stadio boys will cover the midweek round of games today. We're going to talk about the Ballon d'Or, some love for Ellen White, much love, flowers for Oak Powell, and look ahead to Manchester United and Arsenal. And my guests are Florence Lloyd Hughes. And Jeanette Kwasi what are you laughing at me already for I haven't even done
0: that. I just know how this is gonna go today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sisters, look at me with the girls. Look at me with I the know. sisters, man. This is what I'm This is the first time
0: meet and flow on a pod together. Hey Flo. I love yeah. it. I, love I know it. i I've been waiting for this moment uh, the whole hey, time. babe
2: But this is it. This is what I'm saying, it's a lot man. of feminine energy, seem-
0: big feminine energy
2: here, in EMP. yeah, really see, big you, feminine energy. Did you see energy. my um, Eartha kit I put in the in the group? Yes, I know it's, it's really, really nice. Did you see very, Eartha's very kit nice. at the end? And she said, "Do you need a man?" She just it like- laughing. The way her face went really <laughs> like, serious what? And vex at the end. What? I love that. I used to be quite scared of her when I was younger. <laughs> Who wouldn't <Eartha> be? Kit. <laughs> Did you see her in Boomerang? She, her in Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. Oh, she was the old lady Eddie Murphy you had to sleep with. I love
0: her so much. <laughs> that clip it that clip amazing. is amazing. That clip is amazing. But we shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be that way. going we'll have to shout. No, 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 no,
2: no, no, no. And shout out to her. But like ladies, Ballon d'Or. Yes. So uh, th- there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk about the Ballon d'Or and we'll go on to that. But Messi, Messi's won the Ballon d'Or. Seven times. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how you know, I feel, feel
3: about that. Why? Why? Uh, I don't think he deserved to win it. Why not? This season. I think, I thought Mo Salah deserved to win mm. it, really. Uh, I, I was shocked he didn't get top three at least. I know,
2: seventh. God. I, think I, yeah. I think Lewandowski
3: should have, I think Lewandowski or Salah were my, my picks really. I just, I, I felt like because mm. Messi's in Paris and he's playing for PSG and it's France football, like French award. I felt like that came into it a lot.
2: I think if he didn't, okay. if it, if it wasn't him, if it was Salah, or Lewandowski. I don't think everyone would have went, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why didn't the get it? Yeah. I don't mm. think that happens.
0: Like the Copper America thing is huge. That's huge.
2: Yes, yeah, massive. That was a moment. Yeah, but yes. is it
0: big enough for him to go and win the Ballon d'Or? Let's be honest. Well that's the question. Like, and he isn't it? even even when he was doing his, his 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 acceptance speech, he had to shout out Lewandowski. And this is this that's to. the reality, isn't it? It's like when Adele won that Grammy and she shouted out Beyonce. Because you just know, yeah. like sometimes it is. They know, you know that just that's know. in the You, can't, mm. you just know can't it. You can't hide
2: that shadow. That shadow's over <laughs> you. But the thing with, you look at, I know Jorginho, Jorginho, people say like with Jorginho, Jorginho won, he won the Euros and the Champions League. So, what? so he's he's actually won more than, than Messi. Mm. I'm, I've got a little problem with the people who are, we're judging it if I'm me totally honest is there
0: a list of the judges do we know who they are
2: I don't know who they are mm. I know
3: what? it's it shouldn't be about how many times you won it previously but like honestly give someone else a go it's kind of like it's like, you like know, Adam Deck,
2: man <laughs> 20 years man
3: it's like <laughs> You've had your, you've had your Saturday night takeaway. You've had your, it's true. Love, you've had your whatever. Give someone else a shot.
2: That and the boring. thing is, the people who we're talking about to get a shot, <clears throat> yeah. you can't actually argue against it. There's no way Mo Salah is seven. Yeah, seven. seven. No
0: way. No way. Exactly. Mo Salah That's Mo behind me. Ronaldo, Kante. Do you think Messi goes home and knows in his heart of hearts that shouldn't be his award? Like, how do you, like, how do you, how do you manage that? How do you cope with that then?
2: I don't think you do that. You know what? Once you get it, you, like, like you said there, he rightly yeah. had to, just like you said, with um, Adele shouting out Beyonce, you know, just like y- you mentioned there, he, he had to shout out Lewandowski because what Lewandowski done cannot be ignored yeah. even by the, the, the goats, the so-called yeah. goat, you know, he, because I cannot understand why they didn't just, for, for 2020, and we're not talking about 2020 didn't happen, we played football through the pandemic. There was a lot of football. Mm. A <laughs> lot of football. And in that time, Robert Lewandowski killed. He did. He literally ate everything. So why that is not recognised for him to just say, okay, what we're going to do is for last year, Robert Lewandowski and such and such and such and such. Bam. Don't dude, yeah. do dude,
3: You know what's funny is we always, like the, a lot of people in women's football have always complained about ever since the Ballon d'Or and women's football came along it's been so much about brand Mm. and not about on the pitch ability and finally it felt like this year it changed but in the men's Award. It actually feels it's like it's brand. more of what we talk about. And the women's one. It's still, it's still about, about, about the brand. brand. It wasn't about on the pitch at all. Wow. Really, when
2: you look at the rankings, did, um,
0: Lewandowski won. What did he win? Striker of the year or something? He won like another yeah. award. Yeah. Did, did, it's not even. Is that a consolation? Like, how do you feel about that?
2: Like, Abs- the, yes, I don't feel good about no. it because my guy's gone to the awards and he's he, he has to go. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. He has to go, and he would have thought that he would have been in there to win this. Probably why he's, he's gone. And can you imagine? it Would have been great for him. To have beaten Messi, the great Messi, um, and it wouldn't have been out of place if he did, if he did beat him. But to get, to get a, a, like a, a trophy for like striker of the year, it's no, no. Yeah. No, yeah. that's
3: you, not. How much do you reckon they like actually care about these individual awards? I think I think some players do. say that they, say that they don't and they really do. Some players just they say, do. yeah, I love Ballon-
0: it. D- listen, the Ballon d'Or, app, you just, I, I'm sure... That is up there um, in one of the biggest things that you could ever, ever achieve in football, easily. surely.
2: Absolutely. And the thing is, is that with with me, um, you know, when you win, to, I remember like, I, I thought I was going to win the player of the year in 92 when I just went to Arsenal from Palace, but they, Gary Lineker was retiring that year. Man won everything, cleaned up, bro. <laughs> Writers, players, everybody else fans, this and that, won everything. That's why that golden boot means so much the to me hairy. when I look at it because I deserve something that year for that. But like you do want that kind of accolade. I think that Robert Lewandowski and the numbers he's put up, he wants to, when he stops playing in the same era as Ronaldo and Messi to be able to say, no, nah, that was, in that, that that year, that was me. Mm. You know what I mean? At the moment, he hasn't got that. He's, he he should have got it in 2020. Probably, argument, he could have had this one. And when he finishes, that's going to be kind of like the stain—it's going to be stained on his.
3: It's, it's like Andy Murray when playing in the Djokovic, Nadal, yeah. Federer era. He yeah. had to pick up. He, he had, had to have a, a major. he had to get a major
2: because then they get the credit. They get the credibility of knowing that they were yeah, something, but they were in the same time as arguably, yeah. two of the greatest of all time, and he still came out on top. So that will hurt him deep yeah, down. Yeah, I think he would so. want that.
0: He won- Messi first won this in '09. What year are we in twenty twenty one? What are we saying that is twelve mm. years. Seven times in 12 years. That is like, do do you then measure him? He measure his success based on that. Is that fair? Like in 20 years time, anyone who looks back in history books, they look at that and think, oh, he must have been amazing. He won it seven years out of the 11.
2: You look at his numbers and what he was doing um, goal-wise and obviously no World Cup in that, but goal-wise, Champions League-wise, just the way he played, um, some of the moments he gave us in the... I just, I just think when you look back you know, you won't go. You, I think that this one, people say, yeah, but Lewandowski yeah. with this seventh one. Yeah. But like in the main, the others. He deserved you know it. I mean? Oh God. And
3: I think the national team stuff is so big for him. That's Huge. why next year is just going to be massive. Like that's why the Copa America was such a game changer. It's like, mm. For for so many of that generation, if you don't achieve anything with your national then team, nothing. It's, yeah, it's like, it's you're nothing. Meant, you're meant to be yeah, the leader
2: nothing. of that. That's why Zidane mm, mm, yeah, and them, mm. man, are, are so big. But can I just say, just quickly, on the leading your nation to the, to the, to the promised land, <laughs> Messi's going to obviously be able to do it with Argentina. He's going to have a chance. Ronaldo might not even make it. Yeah, he might not even get there. And you know there, that if Messi, this is it. This is where all of a sudden, when I saw that Portugal... And Italy, one of them two are not going. sort of in the playoffs. Cause I'm vexed with Italy because of the it's coming Rome. They just killed me with it's <laughs> coming Rome. So because Italy are now in the playoffs with Portugal, with I knowing that knowing that Ronaldo wants to win the World Cup, so as it can cement that he's not just better than Messi, the great, but the greatest of all time. time with what yeah. he's won. He might not even get there to have the opportunity to do that. And you look what's happening with him now at Man United, which we'll, t- we'll touch on later on, you feel like it's starting to go the other way for him.
3: As far as legacies, as far as legacies, I would love to see Messi win in Qatar. I think that would be, I mean, what a way to sign off. The man has retired, not retired, come out of retirement, won mm. Copa America, won everything domestically and to cement such an incredible legacy to mm. top it all off with a World Cup, that would be amazing. Yes. I don't, I mean, obviously I'd love England to win the World Cup, but realistically, I don't think that's going to happen. If, if I could pick a team to win it, be to Argentina. sign off. I had to be a you know, Every time yeah. I go to a World Cup, Jeanette, yeah.
2: guys, when I go to, if I go, like, if I go to Brazil, wherever I go, I will try and have one game amongst the Argentinian fans. I absolutely, Are they I've, wild? Oh, yeah. it's amazing. Honestly, the passion—they've got so many songs. It's just like amazing.
0: Mm.
2: It really is. It's to be honest. It's you, I I'd probably go along with that. What about the ladies, Alexia Patella? She doesn't. That was um, pretty, pretty like plain sailing in in that. Category. Yeah, I
3: was a little bit worried that she wasn't going to win because was going to win instead? Who's, yeah, who'd well, go ahead of her? No offense to no offense to Vivian Miedema. Obviously, we know she's Fourth. incredible player, yeah. but I was very surprised she won the BBC Women's Football of the Year. I, Award I, I, I wasn't I thought, surprised about. That. I thought.
0: I thought, I thought that Did was, you, I, yeah, I thought, well, who who would you put ahead of her, flow,
3: Well, Puteus was on that as well. And I, Sam Kerr was probably my number two. Oh, really? So oh. I was surprised. Yeah. So I thought, oh, maybe is going to win. Because Miedema hasn't necessarily won a lot of like global awards. She's no. always been overlooked for these things. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe the tide's turning a little bit because really it felt like it was going to be a Alexia Pateas clean sweep across the board. So I was a little bit surprised about it. And that literally happened that morning, yeah. yesterday morning. So I was like, okay. But then yeah, it makes sense. Like she deserves, so Patella deserves it. Is
2: it in respects of what she's done? And she's like got everything in the way she plays. Is it because she's got everything and she's won everything? Nearly won everything? I think the,
3: Champions, is, League yeah. the Champions League definitely me, Viv- helped. The Champions League definitely helped.
2: that's like, Vivian, she hasn't won she hasn't won. What every, she's yeah, what, what, yeah, no, right. yeah. Yeah. Totally.
3: Yeah. I think the Champions League definitely elevated to uh, to another level. Um. I think you know she's a captain. She's a leader. Mm. I think that helps. Um. Spain. Time, of, I think Spain are unbeaten Spain, yeah. in like two years or something mm-hmm. like that. Um. And yeah, she's just covers so much ground. She's so calm on the ball. She's a goal scorer. Like Minamar had a brilliant year. She scored 10 goals at the Olympic games. Mm-hmm. A large chunk of them were against one team. So it kind of like inflated things a little bit, but she, you know, Minamar's a phenomenal player with a lot of years ahead of her. Um, but I thought Sam Kerr, I was surprised she finished she third in the Ballon d'Or yeah. rankings because she's had a, she's had a year and as well. Mm-hmm. She's so a her most was second. I- yeah,
0: do you know what? When I, I when I when I kind of mm-hmm. look at the Ballon d'Or for women and how seriously it's been taken, your right, Flo. Actually, I, I do feel yes. It it maybe started off about brand, right? You had some big speakers, people who were mm. really outspoken about the game, but for this year, you're right. It did. The energy did feel different in terms of actually looking at the ability on the pitch, and I hope that's how they're going to maintain this moving forward. Cause last year, obviously it wasn't on, but you think that Pateus would have won it last year as well, maybe?
3: Yeah, mm. I think yeah. so. I think so. But probably her or, or potentially Minamar. Um Kerr hadn't really like kicked yeah. on at Chelsea at that point. Um, but there were still some strange picks in that shortlist. Like Jesse Fleming got nominated for scoring a few penalties mm-hmm. at the Olympic Games in the Champions League. Like that was a bit bizarre mm-hmm. to me. Um, Ellen White, I don't know, you know, we're going to talk about Ellen White, but Mm -hmm. scores a lot of goals. But in my head, and maybe this is harsh, you don't see her as a Ballon d'Or player because there's something about the Ballon d'Or brand in itself, which is someone that has
0: a little bit more, more you like, know, like, flat, gonna, like yeah, some yeah, juj, right? yeah, some juj, some pazaz, some juj, some juj, some vavavu, some juj, some juj, some
2: juj, some, some copa see? libertadores, copa america, <laughs> copa, copa <laughs> libertadores, copa america, know, and
3: just, uh, you know, Ellen White, the freedom of Aylesbury, um, <laughs> it just me. doesn't we're ring not, Ballon to me. We're not dissing her,
2: let's, let's get that right. No, we're not dissing her,
3: unbelievable goal scorer, unbelievable goal scorer. But what I'm saying
2: with it is, is that we are talking about Proper elitism, yeah. right? So I you hear what you're saying because we are going to go into Ellen White in a minute, but like when, when we're talking Ballon d'Or, it has to, it has to be, it has to be that, that's, I, I want to know. It who has is, to
3: be the person it, that you want to go watch their clip. Yes, yes. And when, when someone's like Ellen White say, and yeah. they score most goals from six yards out, yeah. I'm not, you know, that, that goal she scored 2011 against Japan, one, like first-time volley. I'm yeah. looking that up yeah. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But most of her goals coming from like six, yeah. eight, ten Big yards two, out. Yeah. I'm not looking that up on YouTube. This, the people who win the Ballon d'Or are the highlights kids. Mm-hmm. They're the crazy, crazy players. Yeah.
2: You know something? Do we need to have a review of the people who are judging then? Because um, I'll tell you what used to happen. When we used to do the player of the year, and this is why I was still so vexed way back in the, in the year. I remember Mark Bright was somebody who took it deadly serious and to the point where I said, yeah, I'm going to do it like that. So what I used to do when you used to have to pick, you just have to pick your right back, pick all your team and you get some players, the majority of the guys literally just, right, who's the best? Yeah, I'm going to put him, yeah, him, him, him. bam, just to get it done because you had to put one in. But I done it where in the two times I played against the teams, it's, it's the player that, that played the best what I saw mm. in those two yeah. games. And then obviously, what you see them do after that during the season rather than just say, oh, best goalkeeper. uh, I'll go with Schmeichel. uh, Right back. I'll go with Gary Neville. uh, I'll just go with Ashley Cole. Even though those guys, people like Ashley Cole and they're probably in all the time. Like back in our day, Tony Adams. That's
3: quite fun though because you could be like, Tony Roberts had a really good game against (laughs) you. Yeah, he's going in. He's going in. But but that's that's how
2: you should do it. I think that's how you should do it. And you want, not just like fill it in because you just have to fill it in. You take Sometimes some of these people, yeah, they'll just put they'll just put Messi's name on because he won the Copa America, and they say, "Yeah, that's enough for me with Messi, because he's on my he's on everyone's highlights. He's under highlight pressure
0: because everybody's saying one thing. You kind of want you don't want to go against the grain. Like I've sat in judging panel meetings mm. before, and it's really hard to fight for someone to to get on a list or to get an award, especially if the whole room is saying this. There's this overwhelming feeling for one person, but you're like. Why are we all kind of thinking the same? But yeah, I think maybe the whole thing needs a review. Maybe just looking at it and saying, it okay, a, a man is winning it seven times, eleven years. Granted, the majority of those times he should have done. But last year it wasn't on. This year Lewandowski, and then it's a bit yeah. like, why not Lewandowski this year? It, it would have been anything. nice,
2: Jeanette. It, w- it would have been nice it, just to know that someone like Lewandowski could have won. Yeah. it, you know. I wonder how close you it has got. They've got to give it. They
0: it.
3: needed. They needed a good Euros, right? That would have. Yeah. That would have changed mm. it. I would have changed so it. So that's his,
2: So so then, so then you don't get, you don't get like um, recognition because you're not in a great national side. It doesn't seem fair. That it doesn't seem right. You know. So he's getting punished for. It's true. You know because he hasn't won it and, he's, and his and his country ain't doing well, which is something that you have to look at. You know you have to look at that sort of mm. stuff. But.
1: This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too.
2: We mentioned Ellen White um, in the Ballon d'Or mm.
1: nomination. And you know what?
2: When you look at Ellen White's career and the way it's gone for her, uh, the recognition of getting into that list is 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 fantastic for her. 100 caps. She delivers. Mm-hmm. In tournaments, she's delivered. You know what I mean? It's not going so great for her at City at the moment. And I think that, you know, people, you know, Missing someone like Chloe Kelly, Lucy Bronze, the kind of service that she needs. She's, she's not been really getting it recently. Bunny Shaw coming in. They've got to try and find a way of getting that to work for me, Flo. But in in the end, 100 caps versus Austria, she has to get some love. Three World Cups, her longevity. She won, she won, I think she won England Player of the Year in 2011 and 2021. Mm. That's 10 years. That's I think, not, I think bad, what
3: man. I find remarkable at her, like obviously, you know, we know that she's not a flair player, but she... Carries the team on her back when she needs to. Team Mm. GB Tokyo Olympic Games. Obviously, Jeanette, you are out there. That woman carries the the team team on her back. So many times she was like, nah, fuck this. You guys are shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scoring these goals. She she does this thing where her eyes go so wide, and that's when you know, uh oh, she's coming for you. She she scored a hat trick in that quarter final and team GB still lost. Can Mm. you imagine how fuming you would be if you score a hat trick and you're you're like guys. I am doing everything. I've scored six goals in this tournament. I've scored most of the only goals we've scored in this whole mm, entire tournament. Mm. And you guys still fucking.
0: you up. know the <laughs> thing about her? Like we we spoke about her. You know, okay. Listen, she doesn't have you know the flair or whatever you know. However, we define that. You know, a lot of her goals come from inside the box, but she's so alert inside the box, and you can see that. But my thing is, and we, you've just touched on this, Ian. Okay, the fact that she is not doing as well for her club, but doing really well for her country. How? Ha- how do you manage that? Do you know what I mean? How do you go back where you know you have to be playing well for your club, the same way you are playing well for your country? Maybe people are looking at you a bit different.
2: Um, well, the thing is, because of what she's done mm. previously um, and how consistent she's been, she's one of the lucky ones. I wasn't one of those players, like our, for instance, Alan Shearer, can not score for two years and still know that he's starting yeah. in the Euros in '96. Oh, That's crazy. You get to a, you get to a level. Where you, where you are going to play? You're expected to play. I think she's at that level. So yeah, totally. I think what what she's she's totally at that level. Where where, where she is now is she would obviously want to be scoring more and doing well at City because we've seen the kind of spell that they're having. Um, but like, it won't make the blindest bit of difference to her getting into that team and being into that team, but the, what the difference would for her will be, she wants to be playing better. She wants to be scoring more because you look at the games where England are playing at the moment. And as long as she's on the pitch and for me, if, if Laura, if, if Hemp's on anybody's team and they are that box player, they're going to score. Rachel Daly is where I love Rachel Daly. I really do love Rachel Daly, but like, she, for me, will always play. And you have to say, even with the, the, the Euros coming up and everything, she'll probably start. I, my problem with us is how how are we going to get that next per, that next striker in? Mm. You know, I thought that Beth England, Beth England, if she left Chelsea, went somewhere and scored goals, she'd probably push her. And in the form that she's in at England at the moment, yes, we know that she's an unbelievable goal scorer for us in tournaments and everything. But if Beth England was playing and playing like I know she can, then she'd be pushing yeah. her. Let's see, Russo will be pushing her and Ebony Salmon. I'm not sure how them guys are going to be able to push her at the moment because of her record, yeah. to be honest, and what she's going to do. But at some stage, something's going to yeah. have to Presence happen. on the pitch. We're going to have to do it? something. That is presence
0: on the
3: pitch. Yeah, we're
2: going to have to do something to replace that kind of consistency. And at so the moment
3: good. the qualif- the qualifiers are such easy games so easy. that you actually don't get a sense of how good England yeah, are. Yeah, how good England are, and where is mm. Ellen White right now because things domestically aren't working out. But because England are playing such poor teams, mm. chances are gonna to fall to her. And you know, she reacted well, to be fair to her, Road to get goal. that yeah. goal against yeah. Austria. That was a good that was a classic sort of yeah. you know, you've got to be alert, you've got to be on the finish thing. But you know, not much has changed really across all of those games in terms of how England are performing and how she's performing for both sides because you're just not being tested.
2: If I'm Ellen White, you can't say I don't want to play in these games. But when you're beating teams tens and all this yeah. sort of stuff, you know, to, to to break the record like that, I'm not. I don't. I, it's, it's going to be tough. It's like Harry Kane scores a four against yeah. San Marino did the other day. My four goals yeah. came against San Marino. If I'm going to be totally honest, I'd rather have scored one against Germany. Well, I did score against Italy one against like a spain rather than four against san marino yeah. simply mm. because it doesn't seem to have the same relevance to me because from an international point of view everything that i know about international football it's very hard to score at mm. that level
0: but you can't, you know, yeah, I, mean, I think so that's, and that's quite harsh though, you know, Ian. And I heard, I heard think, yeah, and I heard a few takes on this after um, England play San Marino. And it was very much of like the fact that, yeah, you can break all these records. However, the people that have gone before you, they also played minnows. They played smaller teams. Do you know what I mean? They had their chances to score four or five against, you know, a small team. So mm. I, I think in that instance, a goal is a goal. You know, maybe, or is that, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you shouldn't diminish it based on by who you're playing, surely. Does it show, Jeanette, like an, another
3: level of eliteness because it shows that when you are playing the weaker teams, you punish them with yeah, your man,
0: ability? you have to let them know. It's like, listen, you can, only, you can only beat what's in front of you, right? Do you know what I mean?
2: Well, this is you what I said. You can only beat this what's in front what of you. And it's not, and it's not just to try and justify my four goals against <laughs> Sam because I thought... <laughs> That, that's the best San Marino team I've ever seen. Are you calculated. sure about that? I've ever seen. They scored in eight seconds against <laughs> the us. The
3: best San Marino side you've ever seen. How many, how many San, Marino San Marino sides
2: have you side. seen, Ian? Exactly. I've seen a lot of San Marino sides if I'm going to tell totally you this. Well, you remember honest,
3: that team that in the, the 60s best. though. Don't forget that, that team in the 60s. That was a good San like Marino, Marino. side. No, no,
2: no. The one that I played in 93, <laughs> 94 that, was it, I can't that was remember. The peak. Which, that was the peak San Marino because the they scored a goal against us in eight oh my seconds. Gosh. So you see what they were coming with. But no. But all seriousness, with Helen, you know, what I mean, I, I've got to give her love. But I, I just, I just feel like, even Latvia, I think that we're probably going to beat them double figures.
3: Yeah, it was 10-0 in oh, that last gosh. game. You know. And it, 50, 58 shots England 58 had. 58 shots. You know. And they're averaging, I think, like 40 every game. Yeah, but life. then why not
2: then? Why not bring in Ebony Salmon? Why Just not bring in Elisa Russo? Chance. Why not let Beth England play? Because mm. we know that against this kind of team, then, you know, we're not saying we're going to stop Ellen White from trying to break the record because she will go to the Euros and she probably will score the goals. But the fact is, these are surely the games where you want to blast someone like uh, Alicia uh, um, Russo and and Ebony Salmon and give Beth England a run, you know? I
3: I, I see that, but also would you argue that Serena Vigman hasn't got a lot of time and there's a lot of pressure for England to win that home Euros next summer? So as much time as possible, having, you're getting your starting 11 as close to where you want it, playing together with the Euros in mind is what she's trying to do. I also think Mm -hmm. why not give people a chance and you know blend new
0: new faces and, and new,
3: well, new talent together Flo. but at the same time yeah, this I do is hear it. you it's
2: vitally important I do hear you it's vitally important What's the it? next
0: opportunity they've got to play again as a team apart from um, the next game what have they got the She so
3: believes? they'll be playing in she February believes? They're February yeah they're, they're but, doing an, a, a, a UK equ- uh, English equivalent uh, okay, for right. She yeah, Believes yeah but
2: girl ladies can I just say though ladies that with that in mind about the teams that we're playing and the calibre of teams we're playing and how we're beating them how easily we're mm. beating them for me Right, playing Ella Toon and Fran Kirby who's easily one of our best players. Midfield, we we can't be doing that for me because it's, uh, Jordan nods. The Austria,
3: the Austria game was not a good. It was not a good. No, uh, no but I think line up. No, no
2: Walsh for me has to play. Kira Walsh plays in every single one of my teams for as long as Kara Walsh is is fit. Every single one. I think that at some stage we have to get a proper number eight or s- midfielders in the midfield. Mm. That she can have a relationship with, because Frank Kirby, let's face it, is a second striker, and Ella Toon, if we're going to be, is a second striker. Yeah. So when we get when we come up against a team with a midfield, that's going to put us under pressure, which you saw in some of the some of the some instances against Austria. We're going to get we're going to get overrun. Mm-hmm. We're going to get beaten because we've got two st- almost like strikers, offensive players. Apart from Kira Walsh, everybody else is offensive players playing against these minnow teams. Where we should be, for me, basing our game more on solidity with proper proper midfield players and forwards. Because at the moment, it's not, it's not, it's not real. It's not real. And the same with Frank Kirby. We're trying to we're trying to shoot on Frank Kirby in because she plays a totally different game for Chelsea. Where Sam Kerr will drop in, she'll go in that place. Ellen White doesn't do that because Ellen White stays in mm. there. Mm-hmm. So Frank Kirby, we're not even getting the, the real Fran Kirby because we're getting a Fran Kirby that's just in there and because she's so good so these are the things that with these kind of games I'm, I, I was hoping to see more more experimenting yeah because yeah. these are the games you can do that and you can't really do that in in other games with tougher games you can't do that when you get to the Euros and stuff like that you have to be ready and I think that she's missing opportunities to have a look at midfielders have a look at different strikers how because Surely we want to get Frank Kirby playing like she plays for Chelsea. It's so dangerous. Ella Toon, the same. We need to do, we need to do something else. I'm going to have to say that tonight. I'm sorry.
0: Do you rate Serena, Flo?
3: I do. I think um, she's, she's a coach. Yeah. Phil Neville ah. was not a coach. Mm. Phil Neville was a brand PR exercise. He was not God. a coach. Pulling Serena Vigman is a coach. She's a coach. She 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 knows what mm. she's doing. She has a lot of ideas. Um, I I trust in, I trust her I trust in what she's doing I completely agree with Ian though I do think I do think there are opportunities that that could be utilised in these games to try something else Um, but I then see it in the other side that I think, well, you know, the pressure is on, time is of the essence, and she's trying to get this team as close to what we will see on that first game of the Euros. And that's why I think she's being very harsh in some capacity with, you know, not even giving Jordan Nobbs uh, an appearance in some home home,
0: in her hometown.
3: She's being... She's being brutal. Katie Zellum has been called up yet again and, and has not nothing. got a run out yet. And this is like her fourth camp, I think, without getting a cap. It like, makes no sense, not here. She's not here for pity, for pity cap. She's not here. She's not playing games. Like this is how she wants her team to look in, you know, six well, in, like, seven months' time. Well, I'm
2: confused because if she wants her team to look like this in seven months' time, we're starting with Ella Toon and Frank Kirby either side of, um, of Kira mm-hmm. Walsh. Then I'm 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 very I'm very worried about that. You know, very worried about that. That's not the setup. You know, because like it is the opportunity. You do you have to feel for people like Katie Zell. Of course you do, because you get called up. I remember being called up for England. And the, the same thing happening, playing well for your club. You go to England and you just you're in the stands. It really can have a negative effect on you because you're going to play with the best. You're training well and you know you've got no chance. I remember Graham Taylor. Some of the time didn't even talk to me. It was really weird. It's almost like you're getting picked. Simply because you're doing well for the club, so you have to kind of placate people. Say, well, why wasn't he picked? Mm. You know what I mean. You felt like that, and when you go to England and you're sitting in a stand, it's really, really horrible place. It's a horrible place to be. It can really cause some cause you problems with your with your confidence. Yeah.
3: I suppose this lineup, the line that, you know, what you were talking about, Ian, about Toon and, and Kirby dropping mm. deep into midfield, this is probably the extent of the experiment. This is probably as much as she wants to experiment with because she knows these are my best players. So what I'm going to do is just experiment with this group mm. and see, her,
0: and, see and how and it goes. It. How do we, how do we think, yeah. of, how do you we feel well, about um, Millie Bright as captain? How do you think she's she done?
2: done? Uh it.
0: chaotic. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm pleased for her. I'm pleased, I'm for, pleased really. for her. I do feel I'm pleased yeah, for I'm her. Pleased for
3: for sure. <laughs> no, I'm pleased I'm pleased for her. She's a she's a, she's a funny one. Like I'm you right. know, and I like I like the way um, you know she talked about in the press yeah. conference that they taught Serena Vigman the phrase chit chat i love it mm. and she'd come over and been like can i have a chit chat with chit-chat you and then <laughs> and then said <laughs> and then said, uh, said uh, yeah do you want to be captain actually also in the post match after the austria game someone asked a uh, uh, serena Vigman about ellen ellen white Goal being a real poacher's goal, mm-hmm. and Serena was like, um, "What does to poacher me, mean?" I okay, She's her, which, no, no. Is, She's which is which is really She's Really, really good. Um, no, I, I really like her, and I'm I'm happy for Millie Bright. Like sometimes I feel like Bright can make you know big errors in the big yeah. games. And that's what makes me nervous and why I think, you know, she's a little bit chaotic at mm. times. Um, but she's a leader, you know, she's been in that squad for a very long time yeah. now.
0: Um, I think she's the right choice. When you get that responsibility, you, really, mm. yeah. you, you, you really, really step up. And that's what I thought that I saw from her in the last game. But um, listen, if Ellen goes, goes, goes tonight, mm. tonight or when mm. this game, she, how many goals is she on for? 46? She's on 45, she'll go for 46. She's
3: one more to get the record, to equal the record. And, you know, she she left. she could easily get there tonight. Who's that well, Kelly. Oh, she's day Kelly's pro- record, right? If she
2: plays if she if Well, if she, well we're gonna well, how can I say? She'll do it. She'll she'll yeah, probably she do have, it. she's, she's playing, she'll do it. Uh, and good luck to her. Wow. You know what I mean? Because I remember seeing her do an interview when they were interviewing her and she was talking about even being nominated for the Ballon d'Or. Uh, she says, "I can't believe it because I didn't even believe when I was a, when I was younger that this could be a profession." And it's something that um, always resonates with me because, like I say, with all my tribulations trying to be a footballer when I was younger, I never was ever stopped from being able to dream of being a, a, a professional footballer. Whereas women were stopped. Yeah, ladies didn't know, girls didn't know that that could be something. So what she's done to get to where she is, you know, what I mean, I'm never I'm never going to take that away from her because. It's amazing,
3: and actually, you know what? Every single person I've ever asked what they say about Ellen White, one of the hardest working players yeah, in the game. I hear that that woman lot. does not stop work, stop working. She is just elite levels mm. of, of hard work, and I think you've got to respect that. Mm. You have to respect that. You know, she might not have the flair and and the class that other players bring us, but that woman works her arse Hunt day in, day out. out. You know something, talking
2: Man. about women and working their ar- working their asses off, maybe for a better <laughs> better phrase from me, I think. Um <laughs> Hope Powell. Uh, you know, yeah, got- and you
3: know what? I actually talk about stats. Mm, go on. England have not lost a World Cup qualifier game since 2002 when Hope Powell was in charge wow. when they lost 1-0 to France. That is the legacy of Hope Powell. Wow. That is the legacy of her work and where she took English women's football and now she's doing it all over again with Brighton yeah. and the rise that they're on. Yeah. What she's achieved with that football club, you know, with the way she's pushed them and challenged them. And now they've got such good facilities and resources mm, and, you know, pushing to even yeah. potentially champion, qualify for the Champions League oh this year. Have you that. ever, Flo, have you interviewed her before?
0: Hope. Yeah, she's intense. Proper. <laughs> like, she I, remember the first time I, I remember the first time I interviewed her, yeah, and um, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, Hope pal." you know, oh yeah, oh you know, just, and I'm like, what do you mean? And I sat down with her and I had maybe... I was given like 10, 15 minutes. Me and that woman were there for an hour. Listen, we wow. sat. She just, she was so, she was actually really generous with her time. She would speak. And she was being so honest and so real about her journey into coaching. At the time, she was the England manager. That's the first time that I interviewed mm-hmm. her. Now, subsequent times, like I feel where the, the the dial has shifted significantly now, moving from, from country to to club. And mm-hmm. I, I always feel like there was there was a level of for me, with her, they just—it's un- underrating what she's able to um, do. Yeah. Why is that? Like, it's,
2: it's just it's too much. And I just—it's it, just, 90, ninety-eight. She started. Like, listen,
0: right to the point where she them. was like, if you speak to some of the guys from before, like Casey and the guys, and the, the way they speak about Hope, they absolutely adore her. Do you mm. know what I mean? And I think Rachel, Yankee, yeah, they yeah. love her. And I think like when you push now towards the the new gen like some of them struggled some of them really really struggled at country level to kind of get with that and get with her her programme and regime so it was really interesting kind of seeing her leave after all that time
2: you know what I'm thinking Jeanette I think think she's definitely Candidate for a Wall of Fame in Wright's I House. I think so. I'd love to get her on. She'd be you know, brilliant. When I remember the 1990 World, uh, World Cup. 1990 FA Cup. You know when you got your suit on, when you watch everybody's going on the pitch, you walk onto the mm. um to the pitch and you go and check it out. This is when we went to, when we was playing Man United, Palace were playing Man United. And I was walking on the pitch and I was on there and everything like that. And I remember looking over to all the benches. And I think the England women's team were in and around them because I knew Hope Powell, Brenna Parry, Marion Spacey. I remember running over to the ladies <laughs> and, at the side of the pitch in 1990. And I remember they were all saying, good luck. Hope. And I, I, at the time I didn't tell them, uh, I th- did I find out I wasn't starting by then? I think I found out I wasn't starting by then. Yeah. But I said to them, yeah, I'm not starting. And I remember the, like hoping that saying, and Brenda Sempari saying, oh, don't worry about it. Just come on and see if you could do something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I remember that's how long, that's how long ago wow. I used to be, you know what I mean? I've known Hope. And if I'm going to be totally honest, um, she's she's not changed in, uh, how can I say, a, a, a focus on what she wants mm. to do. Because people... People just see that she's, she's managing England from, what, 98? Yeah. The things that she's done from under 15 all the way up. And, and we're seeing like Vigman bringing back the under 23s. She put the 23s in, you know, to do that. So you can see the kind of what she's trying to do, what she's trying to build. She has to get flowers, to be honest. In fact, when I, I think about it, she has to get flowers. And I think that she's somebody that I would like to, to get on. She would give you I, the, think, like I
0: think the nuggets
3: yeah, that you get from get her. her. We oh would my, need three We would hours. need, we would need hours. three hours with her. She's just hours. so many, so many stories to tell, she so wise. Like, many, and many many she, changed, she
0: changed English women's football. 100%. That's it. She changed 100%. it. Like, she transformed it. Imagine the, it would not power. be where it is today. Imagine the walls and the barriers that women's had to come against. Like, I just need even and just to keep on going each and every time. I rate it highly. I really, really rate it. And like you say, she's smashing it with Brian at the minute.
2: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get, um, you know, that t-shirt that I had with Barack Obama's face with hope. I'm going to get one with actual (laughs) Hope Powell's face on it with hope. That's, that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get that t-shirt made.
1: This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So, when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by 7 Eleven. Cold, slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven, and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7 Eleven's $1 small, slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7 Eleven, valid through 1725? 7 Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax. Participating US stores, see app for full terms, all rights reserved.
2: So, guys, Arsenal, Man United, um, you know something? Ronaldo was, on the bench again? Sorry, sorry. With all due respect to him, because obviously he's gone now, I was, was kind of hoping with the way that I got cooked for it by Man United that it was going to be the Mikel Ole showdown to kind of give me that last bit of like, yes, Ian, man, drive off into the sunset, bro. You know. But we've got Rangy there now. i got to say, though, This fixture, whatever people say, it's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's it's not got the intensity what it used to have because it hasn't. In fact, it hasn't got the intensity it used to have because of where both teams are. Uh, Man United are still able to get that calibre of player that only Man United can attract when they're not doing well. And we are still, for me, building with um, what Mikel's, with what Mikel's doing. And you feel that Man United, if they sort their manager side out and their coaching side out, and what we saw against Chelsea was I know it's not Ranyic's Man United, but there was an organization to them that was that was very good simply because once they sort that out, what they've got going forward is going to hurt teams. But this is still a massive fixture for me. Yeah. Massive fixture for me. And it's still a massive fixture for the fans. I remember playing in these games, getting ready to play in these games. I remember the one what we played at Highbury when Platty scored. Platy scored the free two, made it three two. It's one of the best games I had against Man United. I set up Christopher Ray a couple of times and he missed. And I was like, For fuck's sake, this <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what, what you mean? Are I mean? I not even hardly get any assists. You put it on a plate. Take it. And then it. I got even more vexed. Then so that kind of made me vex. And I remember doing something with Gary Neville and watching it on the Gary Neville soccer box, and it reminded me again. It made me vex all over again <laughs> because I'm thinking <laughs> myself. Stays. And then in the end, I couldn't even break into the team. He was the one keeping you me see out. It there? Kept me out. Everybody saying the nail kept me out the team. But the st- <laughs> that game. Just going back to that game was the game where we, when we went back in the dressing room, we said we we could do this, mm. we could do this, we could do it, we can win this. Because if we could beat that Man United at that time, we, then we could do we, we could do it.
3: Those games were like my formative Barclays years. Those epic
2: mm.
0: Arsenal Man United games. Those were the best games of the can season. I, can I just say something? I know Ian, you said it's not not what it used to be, but how much did mm. the the whole bergie Wenger Rivalry add to that as well That like That was up it was, there yeah. it was, That, that, that was it In my opinion The narrative that was, that was, was, was so it. good It was
2: brilliant Because That's Fergie so Somebody came in And Fergie Everybody's afraid Everybody's scared of him No one wanted to No one wanted to front him up No one wanted to fight him Arsene Wenger came in This is why You have to watch Invincible Everybody has to watch it You have to watch it Simply because Of their their relationship, and obviously their relationship now, it's so sweet. It's like two granddads loving each other. <laughs> but like then it was Wenger coming mm. in and totally, because of the intelligence of yeah, the man, a lot. because of the way he, he was such a disciple of football, he wasn't into the foolishness. It's only once it got to the latter stages where we started to lose control of Arsenal. We didn't know what was going on and didn't have the players to do what he wanted to do. It was all going wrong where you could see the weakness with him, but he didn't have no time for Fergie's foolishness. He didn't have no time for it. He was so over it. And Fergie could see, he can't do no fucking Kevin Keegan business and and get into his head like he got into people like Fergie, like Kevin Keegan's head, latter stages, Rafa's head and people's head. He couldn't get into, he could not get into Wenger's head. Mm -hmm. And then Wenger had a team that he could see with his team, and you speak to people like Roy Keane and him, man, Skolsey, who I'm going to see again on Thursday. They were worried about us. They were worried about our team, '98 team. They just don't make them like they that don't. No, no, it's very different now. So different. Leading into it, Jeanette, I didn't. It's gone a long way to answer your question, but leading into it, we were so confident about playing Man United um, in those days because of how he dealt with him. Because you know, you see stuff in the press and how Fergie's coming on and then everybody takes the narrative. Our manager didn't even business. Mm. Wenger didn't even care. So you go into the game without this like fear and this anxiousness about playing Man United and oh, all and Fergie. Did you hear what Fergie said? No, like, you don't care. You don't care.
0: And, if, you're, and if, that's how, if that's how your boss is feeling, then he feel that filters down to the trans-mix. players. Just that's, that, yeah, that's 100%. And I I feel that. These days, sometimes... Sometimes managers respect it Maybe it's the wrong word. They do give each other a lot of respect, but you, you do need that that fierce rivalry where actually the players feel mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. go, okay, cool, we're just going in. There's no fear here. We don't yeah. care what you've done. We don't even care how you've been in training. Like from mm-hmm. this, from the whistle goes, it's on. Like no, you can see one Patrick Vieira.
2: You can see Patrick Vieira's Patrick Vieira's um, persona changes from the time we finish the game. Before we know we got Man United next week. Monday morning, it's a different Patrick Vieira the way he's training.
3: Really? comes out, it's he on his shirt, he's ready. ready. all over his shirt, he's ready
2: to go. <laughs> he's ready to go because he knows he's coming up against Roy Keane. He, he knows he's going to have to be at his best. <laughs> and he was preparing all week in that training session to make sure that he's right up you, against it. He was, he was quicker into the tackles. He was more like, he was more on edge. It, everything was different about Patrick. And this is the, with this particular team and their, and their team it's it's a different kind of it's a different yeah, dynamic. You, you have, have to it. say,
3: though. You, but also, do you feel like, like you said, Jeanette, that mentality 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 comes from the managers? And 100%. With, at the point that these two clubs are in right now in their histories, there is just not that mentality that, there. A, there is there is a scared. There's a you know also, frailty to both of frailty, them. Oh, it's say frailty,
0: you know, Flo. You know what it is? I feel like the culture of it has shifted a lot. It's not cool to be that aggressive footballer that overly passionate player. Like, you you need to be a player that understands the team, understands that actually communication at a certain level will probably get the best out of another person, as opposed to, you know, screaming at one another on the pitch. You know, and I still see it in flashes, don't get me wrong, but that energy has gone because it's just not seen to be cool or conducive. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I, I kind of look at it now and Arteta's a smooth guy. Do you know what I mean? I guess behind mm. the scenes, you know, he may kick off, but I don't think...
2: He, he gets passionate. You saw him yeah, on the I saw line the, the other day. day. He lost
0: it against Clock. But I, lost it, <laughs> but yeah. th- those are the flashes that I speak about. But more time, mm. you can see there's a there's a mask, there's a composure element to things that actually, if you let that mask slip too often, that can maybe rattle the team who are maybe not used to I it. Think,
2: I, I think that um, with this particular game and Man United, what I saw, because I've done my analysis on them the other mm. day, they... M- m- Michael Carrick, he had them organised. They pressed very, very well. They pressed in an organised manner. Everybody knew. They triggered each other. Wasn't letting people go down the side. You could notice that with Rhys James and Alonso, there's very few times you see them, like we saw Liverpool do to them, get down the outside of the fullback and get into areas where they cause problems. Chelsea didn't do that the other day. They totally negated their, um, their fullbacks. And they stopped playing through the middle, through Jorginho and that. And I think that with us, I think that people have recognised that Partey, especially against the Newcastle the other day, Partey, I think he's done 13 passes, or something towards Martin Erdegaard. People are starting to realise that he's our main guy. Mm. If you stop Partey, then, you know what I mean? I feel like, oh my gosh, with a Man United team at Old Trafford, who won't pl- probably play with three in their midfield because they're going to want to go at us. There's an energy because people have got to understand there is a new manager bounce, whether it whether it goes into games or it's just in the training ground because you know there's a new manager there and you want to make sure that you're one of the people that he all of a sudden comes in and he says, whoa, I like him. Mm. So everybody gets a fresh start. And you so want to be picked, you be right? Exactly. Picked. And when you look at Man United's team and the players that they're able to put out there, with a manager that's really focused on team shape, pressing and everything, what they're going to do.
0: I hear that. I hear it. Do you know, I know Carrick turned around and said, actually, you know, the game against Chelsea, you know, it was all him. I, I don't know. I don't know if mm. I was convinced. I feel like Ranick maybe had, a little bit of influence somehow there's no way you're coming in as interim and not having a conversation with Michael Carrick like or, or am I being am I being naive like, I feel like they said
2: he only spoke to the, they said he only spoke to the people upstairs. He never spoke to Michael Carrick when you looked at the way that Man United pressed Chelsea listen right I know that Kante was missing there's no way Ronaldo does that at the intensity mm. that Jadon Sancho was doing it at the intensity that Bruno Bruno Fernandez was behind him doing it. then you see Wan-Bissaka coming up. You see Rashford coming across. That was a press yeah. that was that I've not seen at Man for long United long time. with the midfield back. In, I've not seen it. Yeah. And we know that Ralph is all about the press and winning the ball yeah. up there. I'm telling you, man, he's told Well, them I guess, that. listen, I reckon this
0: this this weekend the proof will be in the pudding, isn't it? You'll see as and when, if that was the case, if Ronaldo still sat out, then I think that you'll know that if he had an influence yeah. on the Chelsea game for sure. But um, I don't know. Oh, gosh. I, listen, it I don't even want to think cool. about
2: Arsenal in this game. No, These guys, to. they give me anxiety. I get, I get all stressed. Can I tell you something about us at the moment? Pepe's played five minutes in five games. Five minutes. Mm. With Martinelli coming on and scoring that goal, coming on on the right, remember, after Saka came off. And normally, Pepe, you'd have thought, oh, Pepe's coming on. That says a lot to mm. me about where Pepe is. In Mikel Arteta's standing, we have to mention Askars because they're my guys. But mentioning that Pepe, maybe it may be because Afcon. I t- you want them to, to do in their in business the club, while the they're here. They're we're, not seeing, and... we're not seeing Liverpool leave out Salah. Sala. I'm not saying that Pe- I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, that Pepe exactly. Salah. But what I'm saying is you don't leave out man. You don't do that. You don't. I don't. I you don't. Leave know, out I don't know out man or that women. Women.
3: If he was Just, good enough to play, he'd, he'd be playing. playing. If he was exactly. good, if they thought he'd be he'd be playing, he'd no, be playing.
2: I Think Mikel is is in full. Listen, man, my man them are doing a thing, right? <laughs> and that's because that's how Mikel talks behind the scenes. I bet. Listen,
0: <laughs> Listen he's got Spanish Roadman, bro. He's
2: Spanish Roadman. Listen, my man them are doing their thing, and you're not doing it at the moment. So you got to sit but down. Like, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It's even with Sambi Lekonga and Tavares, I hope Tavares still plays mm. because now. You know what I mean? I'm seeing people talking about Kieran Tierney like we don't business about him no more. What is wrong with our fucking? Nah, friends, mate. Man? Come on, Tierney, don't mm-hmm. do I that. Wish, That's not fair. Honestly. That's so fair. ridiculous. We've now got a player that you could see to say to yourself, you know something? We've we've got someone now that even if we wanted to play Kieran Tierney on the left side of a free, we could, then you could play Tavares still there. Or even if you want to play him left Tavares can do anything because he's <laughs> chaos. He could go inside. He could go left. He could go right. And I'm looking forward to seeing him up against Wan Bissaka mm. because we know that Wan Bissaka's he's hench in respect <laughs> of stopping people. But this guy can go left. He can go right. He's he causes problems. He causes so many problems. There's so much to be excited about with Tavares at the moment. That that is why I'm quite excited about the game. But I, yeah,
0: I'm afraid we we have to. I did see the work like I just we have saw to against be. Chelsea.
2: So all of a sudden it's like I've woken up. The sleeper has awakened. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeper's awoken. So I'm hoping that oh we can bring God. something because I, we haven't. We're not scoring enough, and I don't think we're creating enough. Flo, when you looked at Man United, when you looked at Man United, Jeanette, did you feel something against Chelsea? Because this is it. Just me, just because I'm I'm Arsenal and I'm just afraid. No, no, no hundred percent I think
3: yeah, yeah. I agree. I think going into that game, I thought. No way, United. Well, well uh, right, we did the show on Friday and we yes. were like, we were laughing. Yes. We were like, ha, 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 ha. ha. No. <laughs> <Yes>. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea are going to do United. Chelsea, Chelsea, gonna Chelsea are going to do United. And I was really impressed. To, to to restrict Chelsea like they did, What a very, very good team. Like that was impressive. Bear in mind... Man United had not been good against Villarreal mm, just a few mm, days mm, previous, mm, mm, so yes, I was I was yes. shocked, and that also supports Jeanette's conspiracy theory that Ragnick had something to do with that because no way you can transform mm. the team that played on Thursday against Villarreal into, into that what Sunday team so quickly. It, it there was a, con- a conversation
0: creepy. for sure. But the thing is, yeah, no
2: way. There's a conversation. But
0: listen, breaking news on the wires: Ralph Ragnick won't be in charge mm-hmm. for the game against Arsenal on Thursday.
2: Yeah, but we know he is because he's on Zoom <laughs> as we speak.
0: He's <laughs> not going to be in the dugout. There's, there's, there's absolutely so no way. You're right. There's no way. Man's on a <laughs> Listen, Zoom
3: right now. No he's one's saying,
0: this guy's going to go Carrick. This
3: he's is- going to have the Sam Allardyce Any- earpiece. It's all 100%. Exactly.
2: 100%. Listen, but see, see, anytime people don't see Michael Carrick, he's on FaceTime <laughs> somewhere, bro. <laughs> I think that whatever happens, this is a different Man United we're going to see. So... Let buckle up. <laughs> oh my God. Ladies, I'm going ladies. Ladies to. Choose. Ladies! Ladies, Ladies, okay. <laughs> so, listen, Jeanette, Flo, I love you. I'll see yeah, you soon. see you soon. We love you. Have good weekends. Have good weeks and good weekends. And we'll, I'll see you yeah. in the group. See you later. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank you very much to Jeanette Kwashi. Thanks very much to Flo Lloyd Hughes. We'll see you again next week. Whatever you're doing, have fun doing it. Stay safe. Love, man.
0: Love.